Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Hello and welcome and thank you for joining us. Got a great show for you today. We are Computer and Technology Radio. I am Mark Cohen. She is Marsha Collier and we are very happy to be here with you today. Going to be talking about interesting stuff, some Google privacy information. They still use floppy disks, Marsha, and uh, yep, oh yep, yeah, yep. Lego. Rush out and buy these retiring kits because uh, you're gonna you're gonna miss them when they're right. Gone. Right, that's a serious issue. I have yeah, to tell you, um, I, again, victim of fraud. Um, it, it was crazy. So last month I had an issue with. I can say it. It was Petco, but it wasn't Petco's fault. Somebody had hacked into my Petco account, and Petco was uh, attached to my PayPal account. So they ordered a bunch of stuff. And, you know, of course, it came to my email, because they couldn't change the email. And I got the thank you for your order thing. And after a lot of uh, moving elephants and the whole thing, uh, Petco refunded me, and they didn't ship to the person. But I had the person's name and address here in Southern California, just so you know if you're listening. Um, so this person <laughs> tried again this month oh, with gosh, Chewy. Oh, same person again? Same person with Chewy. Hacks into my Chewy account. Oh, my God. But what I had done on the Petco account is I had disconnected it from PayPal. And that tells PayPal, do not pay anything, you know, from this account. So they didn't. So I guess then they went to Chewy and I did not have, and this is a piece of advice for everybody. When a website asks you, can we store your credit card information for the future? I really recommend you don't because it's up there in the cloud. And when there is a hack, um, it's too easy for people to get. And if they have your email address, they, they can do a lot of damage. Uh, Chewy was incredible. Chewy was on it immediately. I mean, there was no back and forth. There was no, uh, literally in 10 minutes, it was taken care of. The order was canceled, but it was the same person. So so can you do anything? <laughs> do you report them to the, to the police? Or, or I could. I could, but do you really think that there are people who shoplift for you know nine hundred dollars worth here? We live in Los Angeles, and you have to shoplift over a thousand dollars to even get arrested. Right. So yeah, what's going to happen? Um, yeah, I, don't know. I will look into certain things where I might be able to, but something advice, and we've talked about it before: the Have I Been Pwned website. Because right. what I did is I looked up the password that I had used for Petco, password that I had used for Chewy, and you have those, I'm sure, on Apple, in Google, they're also stored. And I ran the passwords because on the Have I Been Pwned website, aside from your email address, is a place you can click to check passwords, even though they're selling the one password. (laughs) That's their sponsor. But you can check your passwords and it'll tell you if that password has appeared in any internet breach, which is really handy. 
So I ran passwords and stuff like that, even though, you know, when I go to Google, it says, you know, 10,053 of your passwords have been breached. But, you know, that can mean the same password 10 times and you haven't used it in 20 years. (laughs) So, you know, going through that list is a little onerous, but really... Watch your email for orders that come in on your email address, especially if your name is in your email address, right? Because that's pretty easy to guess. And if uh, plenty of stuff is out on the dark web, it's all out there. I just ran mine and I, uh, while we were sitting here, have I been pwned? And I came across, there's like 16, 17 sites. Uh, interestingly enough, all eight, nine years old, things I haven't been on in years. Exactly, exactly. You know, so nothing current, which is good. Other than LinkedIn, although LinkedIn goes back all the way to, well, actually this goes back to, yeah, there's one for 2021 on, link, on LinkedIn as well. So, so um, th- that would tell you you should probably change that, right? Yeah, so. exactly. exactly. Um, Sometimes but yeah, I don't this get is too concerned about them if they're not linked to credit cards or financials or what's LinkedIn. Exactly. But well, LinkedIn, some people put in a whole lot of personal information. Yeah, I don't do that. You know, so you just have to be careful. This is like the second, let's see if I can, you know, next month, if we can talk again. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's very interesting. I get all you know, the problem with what you're saying about getting the uh, the emails about being hacked is every day it seems like I get an email saying uh, if you didn't order this item from Best Buy, you know, call this phone number. Well, I know okay. I didn't. There's one easy way to check that out. Uh, I know on Gmail uh, there's a little down arrow that you can click. Right. And that will show you who exactly sent the email. Oh yeah, I always look and at that. If you know, so if you look at that, you're going to know, and uh, then just report that to Gmail or whomever your uh, uh, email provider is. Yeah, it's always you know best the the email address is Best Buy at Joe's Barn Grill. You know, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so it's not even that good usually. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. No. Exactly. So uh, yeah, that's kind of interesting, and you got to be really careful with the kind of stuff. It all you this is keep going an eye on right out. now. Got to keep an eye out because um, things are getting worse and worse for people. And unfortunately, a lot of people turn to crime. Yeah, very sad. Um, okay, so you found a, um, and then in Google app that they let you remove personal information from your search. So how right, do we do well, that? This is, this is kind of huge. You know, I've told you before and I've told our audience, I use something called Delete Me which Mm -hmm. automatically scans the internet on a regular basis. And, you know, there are websites, uh, Spokio, and I won't name all the rest, but Spokio is pretty widely known, where if you put somebody's name in a search engine, um, we found Mark Cohen, right? It it could be there. And it may have your personal address, your phone numbers, more personal information, and other information, which the website will be glad to sell people. So th- this is obviously an undesirable <laughs> result. Well, right. this, is, right. this is bad. And the thing is, these people get, it's not from a hack, these people get their information from public records. Of course. So public records are very easy to access, and it's not illegal. Uh, I don't know if it's illegal for them to be selling it, but uh, that's for somebody else to worry about. But anyway, so the Google app, uh, pretty amazingly, and and I'm shocked, 
Um, if you use any Google apps on your phone, or well, let's say if you use Gmail or something like that, up in the upper right-hand corner, there'll be a picture of you with a circle around it. If you click that, which you, you can, and that's a good idea, you know, when you're going to check passwords and stuff like that, you look for something called results about you. Now they're rolling it out slowly right now. I haven't gotten it on my phone. Um, but when you see that, you just click results about you and it will tell you what websites are in there. And, and a screen will come up and say, what type of info is in the result? You know, phone number, address, email address. Um, so you can say it has personal info, whatever. And Google will go ahead and remove it. I mean, that is, to me, is amazing. And yeah, if you great. go, if, but first you oh, wait, to your <laughs> see, Google thought I wanted it to do something. <laughs> um, but the special thing about this is you can click back on and see the progress um, of how they're doing, if they've contacted the website, anything, anything. And this includes images of ID documents, personal records, business records, you know, all stuff that is available, but Google will get rid of it. Yeah, that's a great thing. It's it's frightening how many websites have your personal information. Your as you say, your address, your phone numbers, you know, it's just it's it's really really bad and it's very easy to find. And you know, sometimes you'll go to a website and they'll go if you want more information, you know, you can pay like a dollar and they'll right. they'll run a search, which right. is probably a good thing to do because you'll be able to find out what information is actually out there and as you Except, say Spokio, there's there's Yeah. Except the next month, they charge ten dollars to your credit card, well, and they right, keep yeah. charging. No, you, yeah, yeah, and you don't want to sign up. They'll give you like an introductory thing, and then you got right. What and what I always do, by the way, on these introductory things, I always set myself a reminder on my phone: cancel in seven days or in a year, mm -hmm. or however long it mm -hmm. is. So that's, yeah, that's but just so you know, if you don't have a Google app on your phone, go to Google Search Help. And search, remove, select, personally identifiable info. And there is a page. I won't give you the URL because, it, you know, it's one of those URLs. But they can do it right from the website. Yeah, that's a great thing. That's a, that's a really uh, nice way to be safe and be secure and don't let anybody, you know, like just happen to march them trying to. It had a good story ending, but you don't want to be happy I mean, and you don't want to. Yeah. My goodness, it's fish food, and I mean, this guy has fishes. I, I, I don't get it. Well, he can't pay his uh, $20 for his fish food. He has to commit a crime to get fish food. I, I don't get it. But probably fish food, and he always opens a subscription. Oh, God. You know, so, it, so it's not just one order. It would be an ongoing order. That's odd. That's such a strange thing. I, just, uh, I know. Okay. And I know his well, name. I know the person's name. I know the address of where they are. Just, uh, I ain't going there. Yeah. I'm sure there's something I can report it to. And as, when I have a moment, I will consider reporting yeah. it. I mean, I, I would be surprised. Well, they probably won't do anything. But if you just called your local police department and say, look, this has happened to me twice. I have the person's address. Will it do any good at all for me to give it to you for you guys to investigate? Because they got the address. You know, and right. I, I trust me, if he's doing it to you, 
or she, whoever it is, they're doing it to more people. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, um, you know, so go, go to Google, have them remove personal information, and go to Have I Been Pwned to double-check your passwords, and that ought to really put you in a much safer place. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so iOS 16, which has just come out, it's on the new iPhone, which I'm enjoying. I've We talked about before, I got the new iPhone 14, and I like it. I, I like the cute little features on it. I, you know, I can't say I see anything dramatically different about it, but fine. You know, it's a good phone, and I like it. So uh, iOS 16 has beefed up user security. And, and there's a number of ways they're doing this. They're using what they call pass key adoption, which they want to eliminate the use of, you know, your traditional username and passwords for logons. And they want to replace them with what they call pass keys. So in iOS 16, you can start doing that. Basically what a pass key is, is a unique digital key that's stored in your phone. Only you can log into the site that was created for you. So you sign into the website with your saved passkey. You scan a QR code with your Apple device, and then you can verify your identity using biometric authentication, like a face ID or a touch ID, depending upon which phone you have. Uh, they're created and they're actually stored on your device, so you don't have to worry about them getting on a website and potentially linking to you know them taking over your account in some way. Yes. Ways. So what happens when you're at your desktop? What do you do uh, well, then? Well, this this probably work. You know, I don't know if it works on a Mac, frankly. Uh, I assume it probably does, but I actually don't know the answer to whether or not that really does um, work. But I, I assume they have something on desktop as well, um, and they're a nice solution to you know these kind of breaches. So um, you can also use, of course, a password manager which I use. I have a password manager. I, um, my passwords are stored through iCloud security. So I use that. I also use a password um, uh, program, which works pretty well. Uh, also, the, with iOS 16, photos that are sensitive, you know, sometimes you have photos and you don't want, I don't want to say why, but you don't want anyone looking at the photos that you have. So they've now protected it with what they call an extra lock. There are two albums in the photo app. One is called Hidden and one is called Recently Deleted. You can now unlock them with Face ID, Touch ID, or a passcode. Uh, and that allows people, you know, if somebody gets your phone and goes into your pictures, all they have to do is click on it and they'll find all your pictures. So uh, if you're worried about, you know, keeping your pictures uh, secret, that's one of the things you can do. They've also come up with what they call permission changes. Uh, Apple has addressed a security issue that allowed users, uh, that users have been talking about for a long time, where you could potentially view, copy, and potentially paste data from the pasteboard. Thanks to iOS 16, uh, that's hard to do now. So uh, you can change your permissions and how they're handled on your device. So that's, a, that's another new thing. Uh, this next one I think is really important. There are now settings for victims of domestic violence or cyber crimes. Um, in the new iOS, they have something called Safety Check. It's designed to aid people who are in domestic or intimate partner violence situations. It lets you quickly reset uh, and stop access to the, that you've granted to other people. So let me just tell you real quickly, you can go into Settings on your app on your iOS and navigate to Privacy and Security. Scroll to the heading Safety Check. 
Then you can uh, either use an emergency reset to immediately reset for all your devices and your apps, uh, or in an urgent situation, you can go under managing, sharing, and access, which will give you a little bit more time to uh, do a walkthrough showing you what you've done. So that, that's really important because, you know, especially domestic violence situations, you know, there's a device, which I'm sure you have on Android as well, called Find My Friends. Well, find my friends. Yeah, I, I, I would never. I have never used that. I don't want to find anybody. I don't want anybody to find me. If they want me, they can text me. If I don't answer, <laughs> you know, that's. <laughs> well, we do. I do it with my uh, daughter, and she does it with us. And really, that's the only one I don't do with anybody else. Just with my daughter. Um, but it's a nice thing, you know, if you're ever worried mm -hmm. about some situation where you don't know where your child is and you're concerned about it, you know, the device will pinpoint where they are and I don't have anything to hide and she doesn't have anything to hide. So, uh, we use that. So th those are some nice nifty features that, uh, have just recently come with iOS 16. By the and, way, you uh, mentioned photographs. I have to yeah. tell you, I posted some photographs on my public Facebook account, my personal account, mm -hmm. that have gotten the highest views I've ever had. I mean, more than my wedding. It, it's crazy. I Eight years ago, I cut off the top of three pineapples that came from the Dole Pineapple Plantation in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. And I planted them eight years ago. Fun. I am now growing a pineapple. Oh, gosh. Oh, I think, yeah, you must have told me about this. That sounds vaguely familiar, right? Right, you know, and we've been nursing it along. We never gave up on it. The plant got bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, some people have, the comments, you know, so it took us four years. It took us, you know, if you don't have the, even close to the climate, you're probably doomed. But we have a pineapple growing. I mean, and it's amazing. Cool. I'm going to keep updating on Facebook because it really is the only thing people said is raccoon once it gets right raccoons might attack it so we're yeah, going to have to yeah they go after yeah. everything and so we're going to have to things yeah. too are they so, are they really oh, they seem raccoons? so sweet oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah don't go up and try to pet a raccoon you know it'll <laughs> claw your eyes out so yeah you want to be really careful about that well but, uh, the raccoons chewed up our pool floats um, the pool, like the creepy crawly, whatever it's called, that crawls around the yeah, pool yeah, yeah, and cleans yeah, yeah. The it. Pool they yank out the hose and play with it and put holes in the hose. We've had to put a wrapper. Or don't even ask the raccoons. But yeah, anyway, this is cute. a tech show. They're, they're very cute, but they're very, very dangerous and very nasty. So you got to be very careful. Oh, is this your pineapple you just sent me? Marcia just sent me. Uh, yes, I did. I just sent wow. that's from the top. Is that pretty? That that's that one's not on cool. Facebook yet. That's, How long that's does not it take before it becomes an edible pineapple? I think it can take four to six months. Interesting. Okay. So it's and cool looking. It's very to, pretty, actually. Is yeah. It, and if you can see, there's little purple flower growing on mm. on a side of it, a tiny little yeah, one. Yeah. Supposedly, the whole thing will be covered in those little purple flowers because a pineapple are um, like. 40, 50 different plants all in one plant, and each has its nice. own flower. Yeah, so it's, I don't know what I'm doing, but we got it. <laughs> hey, whatever works, it, uh, it's great. Okay, so you, this, this is bizarre. I mean, I probably somewhere in my house still have floppy disks sitting around. Don't know why, but I would imagine if I dug through my files somewhere, I would find a floppy disk. But I haven't used one in, I don't know, 20 years maybe? 
Right. Apparently, and, they're still and being I have, used, huh? I have a bunch of them, and they're in, you know, those little plastic boxes we used to keep them in. You know, oh, it was yeah, like a, sure. Yep. A, so, I have a ton of, but, you know, aren't you curious to know what's on them if you have them? And that that's crazy. So, right. first, let me just tell you that you can go on Amazon, and be sure you double-check with your operating system which one works, but you can buy floppy disk readers for the little three and a half inch floppies for right. under 20 bucks. Funny. You know, and a, and a lot of them are highly rated. So if you're curious and you have some, you want to do that, see what life was like in the 1980s and 90s. Yeah, exactly. but, I don't remember what they, do you remember the storage of a floppy? I can't quite remember now. I don't remember. Yeah, I have to look that up because I, I can't remember, remember because we're, our buy of the week is going to be interesting because of. Well, you this look it up while we're talking. Yeah, go um, ahead. But what's interesting? There is a website called floppydisk.com, who runs a real business on selling floppy disks. And his website isn't fancy; it kind of looks like a website from the 1990s. And who are his biggest customers? Airlines. Yeah, Remember crazy. that airline technology, I mean, many planes that are in the air now are 20 years old. Uh, airplanes are built to last, right? They keep mm -hmm. refurbishing them and they work on them. And a lot of the technology takes the three and a half inch floppy drives. That's So, so that's, that's amazing. And then uh, there are hobbyists, like I talked about, and also workers in the medical field. Some devices used on patients still mm. use floppy drives to this day. So mm. this guy has a floppydisk.com, has a burgeoning business. He's doing great. He him. sells new uh, floppy drives. And wow, shocked me altogether. I just. Well, just so you know, a five and a quarter inch floppy disk has 1.2 megabits. Uh, megabytes, megabytes of storage, and a three and a half has one point four four megabytes of storage. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, so, you know, I I think when I have some spare time, I want to look at old my old stuff because you know if you're if you've if you were in the nineteen nineties and you built a big industrial machine, mm -hmm. you design it to last for fifty years, and you'd use the latest technology, which would have been a floppy disk for transferring data. Sure. So, still, go get this guy, floppydisk.com. And on Amazon, you can get the readers to plug into a USB port. Uh, you know, it's funny. I, I still remember uh, the days when our dear friend, uh, who we lost, Mark Alisco, he was my co-host on KABC. And he came in with a, let me think about this. This was a uh, one, two, not a terabyte, it was one gigabyte storage drive. And it was $1,000 for one gig of storage. <laughs> and it was crazy. So this leads me into, it is now the time of the show, where we search the universe, the planets, and Best Buy for our buy of the week. Thank you, Florentino. Uh, so this is, um, you know, most people don't need this much storage, but if you do... Uh, this is a one terabyte. So think about what we're saying. That it was a the floppy disk was a 1.2 megabyte. Then you're talking about a. Uh, this is a terabyte. So a terabyte is a thousand. Let's see, right, a thousand gig, right? So you've got 
100 megabytes, 1,000. Yeah, so it would be a terabyte of storage. Uh, it's a USB 3.0 portable hard drive. Uh, it's available at Best Buy. And, you know, these are the kind of things that you want to store your data. If you don't trust storing on a cloud, for example, you know, you don't want to do because uh, you're afraid of that. Or in addition to... Or you're afraid of a power failure when you need the data. Right. Oh, right. Exactly. you know, if you can put a battery on your computer, which is simply, you know... We can do it here. Um, you want to be able to get that data, and odds are the internet won't be uh, happening in a power. No, exactly. Outage. So this will give you one gig. I'm sorry, one terabyte, which generally is more storage than the average person ever is going to really need. I mean, if you think about your computer, maybe it has a 500 gigabyte hard drive, or your phone. My phone has 128 gigabyte storage on my phone, which I don't really use that much of that. Uh, but this is a terabyte. So this is available at Best Buy today. It was $84.99. It's on sale for $49.99, almost half price off, save 35 bucks on this thing. And it will give you, it's a Western Digital Easy Store, one terabyte USB 3.0 portable hard drive. Uh, and the model number I'll give you is uh, WDBAJN0010. BBK, or just look for uh, WD uh, Easy Store One Terabyte Drive on Best Buy, and you can pick that thing up again for forty nine ninety nine. Drop down on price from eighty four ninety nine, and that is our buy of the week. So you, when you type, you, you do your books, and obviously they're very valuable. How do you store your writing? <coughs> Hold on, I'm just dying. Talk about something. Uh, okay, so now we're going to do the play by play of. Uh, Marsha Coffin. <laughs> okay. So uh, the next thing we're actually going to talk about is uh, smartphones ha uh, have some hidden features, which are actually uh, nice. And they can... Here I am. Uh, you, I'm right here. Okay. Uh, there we go. Da -da 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 -da. Uh, so well, hidden if feature. we have, since we only have a, a short amount of time, why don't we talk about the article you came up with how to improve your phone signal strength. I think that's important for everybody. Yeah, we can certainly talk about that. You know, signal strength's a big issue, obviously, with, uh, with cell phones. And uh, depending upon where you are, for example, in my neighborhood, we've talked about this for years, I don't have a good, I mean, I do for the moment have good Wi-Fi signal, but I can't get a regular phone call out to save my life. If I didn't have Wi-Fi calling where I am, I couldn't use my cell phone for calls. And you want to be able to do that in, you know, in case of an emergency and such, which is one of the reasons we keep our landline here because we have terrible cell service. Um, and, you know, it is going to give you uh, difficulty if you do this. So if you don't get service, there are sometimes what you can do is you can either reboot your phone, which is a little bit, you know, lengthy, or you can actually toggle airplane mode. Now, what airplane mode is, for those of you who don't actually know this, is that's the mode you put it on that kills your cellular signal so that when you get on an airplane, they make you shut that down. Well, there is a little in your settings, you can find the setting to turn on and off airplane mode. Uh, on an iPhone, you just drag down from the top of the screen and it gives you your uh, control panel. And in there, same on, same on Android. Yeah, there's a little airplane. Uh, yeah, okay. You tap on so, it. So, you yeah. know, it's got a little air, air uh, airplane picture. And if you hit that on, so just turn it on, wait about 10 seconds, turn it off. 
what that does, it will connect you to perhaps a different network than you were connected to previously, because sometimes the networks will stick on your phone. So if you try shutting it off or rebooting your phone, that may increase your signal on your phone. So that's one thing. You remember Antenna Gate? Yeah, yeah. That's, okay, yeah, so it the was iPhone a real thing, 4. but it wasn't only the iPhone. It was all cell phones, really. Well, right. There were I a think, lot of phones yeah. that if you held your phone in a particular way, you blocked the signal with your hand, which was so bizarre to think about, but that did work. So you could try holding your phone a little different way, turn it right, turn it left, turn it upside down, see if that increases your signal strength, because there is some possibility that you're blocking the, the signal from there. Uh, SIM cards. SIM cards can cause data connected to the network if they become dirty or they wear down. Sometimes you may have a failure with using a SIM card. Now, the new iPhone that just came out does not use SIM cards. It uses an eSIM built into uh, the phone. Right. Correct. Electronic. Uh, yeah, you don't have the little... Uh, and I had when I returned my uh, current phone, because I'm on their upgrade plan, uh, they asked me to take out my SIM card out of the... you know, So, you don't, so no one else can get to it. Uh, so basically all you do is you just pop out the SIM card. You find out where on your phone it is. Uh, clean the metal surface. You can do that with a disinfectant wipe or a cotton Yeah, honestly, I would not do that. I would take it into the store because if you cock it up somehow, um, then you're totally screwed. Because once, well, once you've damaged... Well, to get hold of. You know, well, but the thing is, expensive. that's the one... But I understand, but that's the one that connects your phone to the Verizon well, right. network, yes, let's say. You'd have to do something so different. Exactly. I'd say just go to a store and have them do that. Because uh, yeah, you could do that. If you if you uh, bork it yourself, you're screwed. <laughs> well, you're you're right. Marsh is right. Um, you can also change change what you call your G setting, which is your four G yeah. or your five G. Because uh, sometimes you may get stuck on a 5G that really doesn't have good service, and maybe a 4G is better for you. So you can, in fact, go into your settings and change your settings. You go into cellular data, and then you can go into inside of cellular data, and there's a what they call voice and data section. You can change it to LTE, to 5G. Flipping back and forth may help you between 3G, 4G, and 5G, although today they're not really supporting 3G anymore. At least Verizon isn't. I assume it's the same. With no, the nobody in the U.S. is. I think they yeah. do in Africa and India, uh, a lot of countries like that. But I find if I'm having trouble, I'll switch it to LTE, and I got no problems at all. No, exactly. <laughs> uh, also, as I just mentioned, if you've never used Wi-Fi calling, there are many, many reasons to do that. If you have a oh, yeah. Wi-Fi calling, uh, Wi-Fi in your house, just go into your phone Go into the cellular settings and allow Wi-Fi calling. Wi-Fi calling is a million times better than cellular calling if you're in a bad signal area. And furthermore, it doesn't use up your minutes if you're not on an unlimited plan. It uh, doesn't affect your minutes whatsoever. So, you know, we use Wi-Fi calling here all the time. Um, and I don't know. Do you have to use that in your house, Marsha? Well, if, if I'm calling from my bedroom, that neither one works. <laughs> really well um but yeah i always use what it's my phone is set to wi-fi calling it's just all the time when it's available it goes to wi-fi calling yeah it's a, it's a great thing uh you can also check your bands and you know it may be time to upgrade your phone depending upon how uh, how old the phone is uh but uh you can go to what they call there's a site called frequencycheck.com and see what band operates on your phone model if those numbers don't match up then the phone and the tower aren't going to communicate with each other 
Uh, the last one, and I've used these before, and I stopped using it once I started using Wi-Fi. I, I was going to, you know, when you were talking about all of this, I thought about these and I started laughing in my head because it's just so dumb and that we actually did this. I mean, oh, yeah. we're, we're, we're paying for having a signal. And yet, yeah, I, I mean, I we, we allowed into, a stupid I, box in our house. Go ahead, tell, yeah, tell about it. Had a little antenna you stuck near your window. And they weren't cheap. They're 200 300 bucks, something like that. They're oh, I made them give it to me for free. Who, oh, well, who made lucky, you Because I had to pay for mine. Oh, jeez. Uh, they can be <laughs> as expensive as $1,200 for a whole house system. And it boosts, allegedly, and it did, it did help me, boost your Wi-Fi signal. So the, the, those are some of the tips that um, you can use if you're looking to get a better signal on your phone. Uh, now the most important story of the day, Marcia. Uh, yeah. What about Lego? Yeah, Lego. I mean, all of a sudden, well, the world has gone crazy for Lego. I do have to tell you that I had an unopened Lego set sitting around, a Harry Potter one. And Harry Potter is still incredibly popular. Oh, I bet. For some, for some unknown reason. And I made a nice profit selling that unopened set that I had here mm -hmm. in the house. So that was nice. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, Lego sets are hot right now. I have on order... The one that's the copy of The Office set, oh, the yeah, TV sure. show. Oh, I, mm -hmm. I can't wait to get that. And there's another, I think I have another one on order. Because they're just fun. And and if it's one that you can keep out as a display, more the better. Because yeah, what do you like do once office, you put them together? Yeah, I was yeah, <laughs> see the Friends one is going away. Central well, Perk. the Lego Star Wars New Hope Imperial Star Destroyer, which is a $700 item, which is yeah, not being discounted. If you've ever wanted that, you have to get it now. Because the ones I'm going to tell you about, only existing stock... What is left is the last of it. They're not manufacturing any more of these. And Christmas is coming up. So let me quickly tell you, a Star Wars Scout Trooper helmet, that's on cool. sale for 40 bucks on Amazon. Uh, Imperial Probe Droid, which that's a great looking one, $48. Yeah, Lego cool. Disney Castle, which is really expensive. But if you were holding off, thinking about getting that for a Disney fan, it looks very intricate. Um, get that. They sell it at the Lego store. And a really adorable, I don't know if anybody's familiar with Lego art. Lego art is fabulous. They recreate famous paintings in Legos. And it's in a little frame. You can hang it on the wall. And Disney's Mickey Mouse is on sale for $99.99 on Amazon. Mm -hmm. And I might say that I think that might be a good investment for the future. If you're thinking about selling on eBay, um, yes, you know, sure. you might want, if we might want to get, cause it's really cute and very modern looking, uh, friends, Seinfeld set, Sesame street, uh, Batman, 1989 Batwing, And this one that I adore, it's the Lego Adidas original superstar. You know, the one with the three black stripes, you actually build the shoe. <laughs> with Legos. And I think that would be a really funky display piece to have in your house. You just have a shoe sitting there made out of Legos. It's so cool. But be on the lookout if any of these things are something that you want to give for Christmas, buy them now because they may run out and 
you don't want to buy them on eBay because then people are going to mark up the price like crazy. Um, all right, Marsha. Well, we don't have much time left in the show, so let's talk a little bit about uh, what are you watching on TV these days? Well, um, it's just like I'm I'm reaching out into new horizons. I know the new TV shows, our old favorite TV shows are coming back. And yep. I've been spoiled by a lot of the really good content that's been out there streaming. I mean, The Orville, oh my God, how much I love that, and Ted Lasso. Yeah, we're praying that comes back. Yeah, you know, praying all that comes back. But um, there was a piece on CNET, interestingly, saying more people should watch the most underrated sci-fi gem on television. For All Mankind Deserves More Respect. Mark, do you watch For All Mankind? I haven't. You know, I, I'm not <sighs> a huge fan of out in space movies there's been so well, most many of this them. doesn't happen out in space yeah they just use the pictures too, to promote it they use pictures to promote it okay right <laughs> so yeah you see all the pictures but the deal is on the ground it's all about nasa headquarters you see they have duplicates of a, a lot of nasa sets and things and the premise of the show is that the russians got to the moon first Oh, okay. And yeah, so it's a twist in true history. It's on Apple TV Plus. It launched in 2019. And it is not a movie. It is a TV show, which means that you can get little one hour movies, you know, and that's what I'm preferring these days instead of long movies. Also, I saw Elvis, Baz Luhrmann's Elvis. What'd you think of it? Um, I sure the guy who played Elvis was amazing. Even Priscilla Presley said yep. he was fabulous. Um, I saw Elvis versus Nixon or whatever that, and boy, did that stink. Oh yeah, that was crazy <laughs> years ago. Yeah, right, exactly. And the, but it pissed me off, and I'm not an Elvis fan, but the guy didn't even look like Elvis. No, this guy looked He a lot looked like, like Billy Bob Thornton <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with <exactly>. Nixon. No, <laughs> You know, Baz Luhrmann, his films are so out there in the way they cut the, the scene from scene. It's a little distracting. Uh, did you realize that it was Tom Hanks playing Colonel oh, yeah. Parker when the movie yeah. started? Yeah, and personally, yeah. he didn't impress me too much. Yeah, it was okay. I mean, it was an unusual role, I think, for him. I thought the movie was okay. I thought the kid that played him was fantastic. Well, he was And he did incredible. do his own singing in that. Yeah, he was incredible. And I do recommend it's, it's not... Charging nineteen ninety nine now in streaming. Go watch it. It's good. Yeah, it's a good movie. Um, I will tell you, I just finished this morning, actually, and I'm very sad that I finished Bosch. Uh, and it, you, you've never watched Bosch, have you? No, no. Okay, so Bosch is free on uh, Prime, if you're a Prime video member. It ran for seven seasons, um, and it is one of the best television shows I've ever seen. And I will probably watch seven seasons in a period of about two weeks. And it's just fantastic. Titus uh, Welliver, who's the star of that show, is phenomenal. It's got a great cast. Uh, Amy Aquino, Mimi Rogers, Lance Reddick. And it's just about a uh, L.A. Hollywood detective um, bureau cop. Uh, Hard-ass, crazy, but one of the best shows I've seen. And fortunately for me, although I've already watched it, I watch it out of order. After the show ended last year, they have now taken it to Legacy, to Bosch Legacy, where he's retired as a cop and <laughs> is now a, a PI. And honestly, the show is so well written, so well acted, that if you're looking and, for And when scene, he transitions, it'll be Ms. Bosch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, this is Bosch Legacy, so... And then uh, Bosch and Hulk. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. 
Uh, and they've already renewed Bosch Legacy for a second season. So now we're into year eight and nine in this show and highly recommended. It. It's just an outstanding, well done series. And, and sorry last to see thing, you. I want to tip off our user, our listeners, to let you know I've started to Google every week Netflix top 10. Mm-hmm. There's a Netflix top 10, and there's a little arrow at the bottom. You can see the United States. You can see international. You can see international without English language. But those all have subtitles and everything. Uh, this yeah. week, the number 10 is the highest rated called Love is Blind. Have you seen that? I have not. Well, that's, you know, Cobra Kai is number one, Sins of Our Mother, In the Dark, The Imperfects, Devil in Ohio, Fate, The Crown, Narco Saints, El Rey, but none of them are really highly rated except Love is Blind, which is highly rated. So I guess that would be something worth looking into. Yeah. And because I love foreign films, uh, I I go to the international TV, non-English, because they're doing such great things. And I sent you the chart on that. Number four is that extraordinary attorney, Wu, that I told you about, breaking all records. Yeah, I have to take a look at that. That sounds interesting. you, you will love, you will love. And if you go to uh, Google, it's like 98 or 99% of the people loved it. And a new one called Alchemy of Souls, okay, which is equally as highly rated. I looked that up. I hadn't seen that before. And that's about a powerful sorceress in a blind woman's body encounters a man from a prestigious family who wants to help her change his destiny. Hey, sounds interesting. So look at the foreign films. Well, I will give you one that I that I didn't get great reviews, frankly, but it was Stallone, and I'll watch anything Stallone's in. And his new uh, Prime uh, video series, uh, not series, movie called Samaritan, kind of a comic book hero. Uh, I, we found it very entertaining. My daughter and her uh, Okay, so the music's playing, Mark. Oh, Say goodbye. Oh, there we go. All right. Hey, that's it for us, everybody. <laughs> Have a uh, great week. Enjoy. Have a great week. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought.